הרי למי כאשר עצמי לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שתורנו לכל הצדיקים האמיתים שוכני עפר קדוש משבארץ המה. ובבחר לרבנו הקדוש צדיק יסודו למנחן ועמק החוכמה, רבנו נחמן ופגם את שמחה. נא נח נחמן נחמן אומן זכותו תגן עלינו ועל כל ישראל אמן. So ברוך השם, today we start and we finish. סעיף ל"ב, section 32 of שפחי הר"ן. We're going to discuss another beautiful story that happens uh, while Rabbeinu was in the land of Israel. Uh, an awesome uh, event. גם תכף, כשבא לשם לטבריה, also immediately when Rabbeinu arrived in Tiberia, when he was in the land of Israel, שלח אליו הרב היחסיד המפורסם הגביר מורנו הרב משה זיכרונו לברכה בין הרב הקדוש המפורסם מורנו הרב מנחם מנדל זכר צדיק לברכה ויטפסקר שרוצה להתחתן עמו. So as Rabbeinu arrives in Tveria, the great and awesome רב, the, the pious one, the famous צדיק and the philanthropist, רבי משה ויטפסקר who was the son of Rabbi Menachem Mendel Vitezk, who was actually um, a student of the Bashem Tov, one of the biggest students of the Bashem Tov, who was the, the leading Hasid who made this pilgrimage to Eretz Yisrael, who started the pilgrimage of Hasidim to Eretz Yisrael. He's the one who started the communion in Tveria, etc. He was the one responsible for collecting all the funds of the money for the Hasidim in Tveria, a very massive tzaddik. We've heard many stories about him in the previous podcast. Um, so his son, Rabbi Menachem Mendel Vitezk's son, uh, Rabbi Moshe sent for Rabenu, sent him something. What was the message? That he wants to make a match between their, their children. That Rabbi Moshe Vitebsk and uh, Rabbi Moshe Vitebsk had a, had a request from Rabenu to marry their children off together. Rabenu responded like this How can I refuse such a match? It's certainly something, a sign from God, that essentially he wants my daughter, to, my daughter Miriam, to live in the land of Israel. Um, because there was Miriam um, that Rabbeinu uh, wanted to marry off. That was the next person to marry off. And after Rabbeinu said this, he did not say anything more. And immediately, the matchmaker, who is the messenger in this uh, scenario, who was supposed to set up the son of uh, Rabbi Moshe uh, Vitebsk, who I believe was uh, Rab Shmuel Vitebsk. Um, it's a broad over, um, I was looking around for this. It's brought in the, uh, the BRI version. It explained that, uh, that Rabbi Moshe had a son named by the name of Rab Shmuel. And uh, Rabbeinu's daughter, uh, Miriam. And uh, this Shadchan, this matchmaker, was the one responsible for, was uh, Rab Moshe's uh, messenger to create this uh, match. So this matchmaker uh, went immediately. And he responded to um, Rabbi Moshe. He went back to Rabbi Moshe and told Rabbi Moshe that Rabbi, Rabbi Nachman agrees to the match. Immediately when he heard the news, he did an awesome feast. And obviously Rabbi was there and all the great uh, tzaddikim of the land of Israel was there. Were there. Whether it was the great Lithuanian Tzadikim or whether it was the great Tzadikim from the country of Poland. All of them were there. All at the same table. Big and small. There was an awesome joy there. There was an awesome happiness. And during the meal, they spoke words of Torah among themselves. 
וראש המדברים היה זה הגדול הנ"ל שרצה שרבנו יגל עלו נקודה וכולי. And the person leading the conversation, leading the דברי תורה, was that awesome צדיק that we mentioned above, who knew the, literally in the last section, in the story that we mentioned in yesterday's podcast, this big צדיק who knew the entire גמרא by heart, who knew all of Shas, who knew all of the, who was a master of Kabbalah, etc. He was the one leading the conversation in the דברי תורה. Who wanted to reveal, who wanted to understand why Rabbeinu was here. And as they were speaking, they were discussing a certain point, and they forgot. They were discussing about a certain thing in a Gemara, in a Rashi, and they forgot where the Rashi was placed. They couldn't remember where this Rashi was. They were discussing a Rashi, and they couldn't pinpoint what the source of that Rashi was. They couldn't pinpoint where the Rashi was found. And nobody could remember it. They wanted to try to remember it, but then nobody could remember it. Because it was a key part of the subject. And they cannot move from the subject. They cannot move, um, continue the words of Torah until they found that source because it was a key part to the, the idea that was being mentioned. And they were all surprised by this. It was a massive, one, a massive like, surprise and shock. Because each and every person at the table had just recently finished the entire Shas, the entire Talmud. And not one of them knew the place of this Rashi. Very fascinating. Awesome story among Tadiki. They could not know where this Rashi was taught. And Rabbanu acted silent as if nobody knew. As if he himself didn't know where the Rashi was. He acted silent. And we see here, just aside from this, the importance of even though you might know something to stay silent, we're going to see how Rabbeinu knew. But the humility is even more important sometimes. In this case, Rabbeinu is going to share. But we're going to see here that Rabbeinu, first off, he's silent because it's not important to flaunt your own wisdom. The main thing is not, to, it's not for ulterior motives. It's for Hashem, solely for God. And we have to be careful to ensure that the Torah that we study is solely for the sake of heaven and not for our own honor. Otherwise, the limud isn't so important. Rabbanu teaches us in Torah, Gimel, Likut Moran. Halimud eno bechashivut korkach. When it's for the uh, the limud isn't so important, it doesn't have much grace or importance when it's for the sake of yourself, for your own honor, for your own wisdom. So Rabbanu was silent. But because he saw that they were in tremendous distress because of this, they were actually really bothered, bothered by this and they were in pain. And they pleaded Rabbeinu to give them an answer if, they, if he knew. He answered and he said to them like this, He answered like this, Isn't the place of this Rashi in tractate Zvachim, a tractate that deals with the, the sacrificial offerings, on this page, at the top of the page? <laughs> Rabbeinu gives them the exact place. We're going to see how Rabbanu gives us a secret to how to study Torah so that we actually remember things like this. But nonetheless, it's in Sichot Aran. Rabbanu has a very big chidush about the way to study Torah, specifically to go quickly, not uh, what most people do today, which is to, to study and stick on one page of Gemara for, for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. It's, Rabbanu was, uh, was against this type of limud. Rabbanu said, yes, it's important to do limud be'yun, to study things um, in depth, to analyze things and to stick on something. But the main study a person should do is Bekiyut. It's um, quick. 
And if you don't understand something, continue moving. You will come to understand because the main thing is to, to grab as much as you can. It's a very big chidush. We would think it's, exact, it's the exact opposite, but Rabbeinu gives us a massive chidush. So Rabbeinu tells us, the Rashi is in Masechet Zvachim on the top of this page. And the tradition tells us that uh, this quotation appears on page 45a, which, uh, which is the Dibur HaMathil, Hilcheta Lemeshicha. Hilcheta Lemeshicha. So, continues. He continues on this. Vechenaya. And, uh, sorry, Rabbi Nathan continues with the words. Vechenaya. And that's exactly where they found it. They had so much joy and uh, um, like outrage of happiness. And this feast, this festival, lasted from the beginning of early noon till dawn the next day. Can you imagine? <laughs> And there was a formal uh, engagement made between these two people, Miriam and uh, the son of uh, uh, Rabbi uh, Moshe Vitebsk. But after Rabenu left the land of Israel and arrived back home in the, in the diaspora, Rabenu's son-in-law, the son of Rabbi Moshe uh, of Vitebsk, passed away. The man who was supposed to marry Rabbeinu's daughter. And Rabbeinu decided that uh, because the engagement couldn't work now, because of uh, basically this, uh, the son of Rabbi Moshe Vitebsk passed away, Rabbeinu began to create a new engagement with um, the son of Rab Arieleb of Voloshisk, a very big tzaddik. Rab Arieleb of Voloshisk was one of the um, um, students of the Bashem Tov. Big tzaddik. So his son, Rabbeinu, decided to uh, create an engagement with um, uh, his daughter. And afterwards, Hashem arranged with his awesome hashkacha, with his awesome providence. That uh, this Rav Gaon, this Tzadik, Rab Arieleb, would travel to the Holy Land. And he took his son, who was basically Chatan Rabbeinu Dimrachad, the son-in-law of Rabbeinu, who they had already agreed to, uh, the son who was supposed to marry Rabbeinu's daughter Miriam. And he took him over there, this Tzadik, the, the Rav of uh, Val, uh, Valichisk. Uh, what do you call it? Um, decided to take his son with him. Why? So that he could learn under him over there in the land of Israel. And afterwards, Rabbeinu's daughter then traveled over there too to meet up uh, her fiancé basically. And we see that Rabbeinu's words were fulfilled. That he said uh, previously when Rabbeinu heard that uh, Menachem Benzel Vitev's son asked to create an engagement between his son and Rabbeinu's daughter. Um, that when Rabenu said over there at that moment when he heard this that God wants his daughter to move to the land of Israel we see here that nothing Rabenu said ever um, was ever really false was ever false at all not one word he spoke returned in vain see that Rabenu's diburim were mamash um, were mamash manifested see that uh, there's an awesome thing Rabenu has an awesome Torah uh, in Likute Moran, that this discusses uh, the, difference, the differences between Sur and Tzadikim. He says, there's a Tzadik that sometimes he's answered, and sometimes he's not answered by God. 
But there's one tzaddik that the second he he requests, he's answered. And it says um, in the Gemara Moed Katan, uh, page 16b, that Hashem says that the tzaddik decrees, and I, uh, sorry, that I decree and the tzaddik nullifies. Or, um, yeah, the tzaddik rules with the fear of God. Essentially, whatever the tzaddik wants, the special tzaddik, the tzaddik emet, he can uh, receive. And this is the true of Rabbeinu. So, Baruch Hashem, uh, that's it for today. And we continue next podcast with uh, Seif Lamed Gimel Bezrat Hashem of Shifre Aran.